Welcome to the Optimist Futures Podcast, a place to learn from an industry insider with over 20 years of experience in commodity futures and options. Gain insight to the newest technology, platforms, risk management, trading philosophy, and advice about the current state of the futures and options markets. For futures trading platforms, deep discounts trading commissions, overnight margins, and instructional videos, feel free to visit our website at optimistfutures.com. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimus Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence. Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Optimus Futures, Matt Zimberg. Hey gang, I hope you've been doing well. And now it's Friday, so I hope you're going to have a fantastic weekend ahead of you and I hope you'll uh, do well. So today I'm going to talk about something um, extremely important. Today I'm going to talk about finding your own individual style in trading. Now, I'd like to think that all the podcasts that I do over here are important, but this podcast is particularly important and you really want to listen to this. Before I'm going to elaborate, I just want to remind everyone that there's a substantial risk of loss in futures trading and past performance is not indicative of future results. I would love it if you please click the like button if you're listening to this over YouTube. I would really appreciate it takes just about a second if you um, like the podcasts and at the same time if you're listening over some sort of a podcast software if you can leave a positive comment I would really appreciate it we're trying our best not to spend money on advertising but rather reach people through education so um, having said that you know I'll, I'll start and I, well one more thing just a little commercial break is Please go to our site to www.optimistfutures.com because we want to earn your business. Again, it's www.optimistfutures.com. Okay, so as you know, um, and you probably heard it many, many times, what the industry encourages and what some trading expert encourage is to find um, your own style um, of trading when it comes to to your personality so first they're talking about you know um, they'll talk about whether you want to do things long term short term whether you feel more comfortable investing or day trading or swing trading or scalping or a combination of both the same first of all you have to find um, what is what you're comfortable with in, in terms of doing and, and finding your, your strength and just go with that and there's entirely absolute truth to that you know not everybody wants to be a day trader not everybody wants to be a futures trader and i respect that i personally want to cater to the ones who want to be but i totally understand if somebody says you know what i'm just gonna buy stock and sit on it for 10 years if it's for them and it's their nature honestly i respect it and i don't say it with any point of sarcasm but i think it's extremely important to also 
make decisions regardless of the style that you choose to find um, it's important to choose a method within that style that really suits your nature so even let's say two example let's say there's person a and person b person a decides to be a day trader person b decides investing right so they could choose completely different styles you know as far as the time frame and the the gains that they're looking to make because one wants to invest you know long term growth and so forth and somebody says you know what i'm more i want to base my decisions more more on short term but even once you decide on that it is extremely important that you choose a reference point and you choose a method that matches your skills your style and your comfort level it's extremely important i'm going to explain that i'm going to go into detail so i'm sure you're curious about that so let me explain so basically any method that you choose let me start with that any method that you choose will require some sort of a behavior where it's a little bit difficult okay and i'm going to start with actually a quote from a guy by the name of Richard Wisman. He said, why do most speculators lose money? They lose because successful speculation requires that we consistently do that which is psychologically uncomfortable and unnatural, which is absolutely true. So just remember one thing, regardless of the time frame that you choose to trade, you will basically uh, be somehow... I would say for a lack of a better word forced at times to act according to the method and not what you feel comfortable with and this is the biggest struggle in everything whether you're long term or short term it doesn't matter you know when they say things like you know you have to buy when the street is bleeding is extremely tough it's extremely tough people say yeah i know what i should do but when it actually happens it's really hard to implement so again there's no magic and it requires a lot of work so whatever you use just remember there will be a little bit of a, there will be a little bit of a psychological um, um, uncomfort I guess that happens but again when you choose a method okay this is just listen to me carefully on this when you choose a method that you're comfortable with everything will become a little bit easier as far as making a decision let me give you an example one of my good and successful customers is more of a position trader now he's got the capital to back it up he doesn't have a little bit of capital he's got a lot of capital so he can hold many futures many commodities you know he has the margin and everything else but here's what he does at the end of every day right what he does he takes the numbers he puts them in his I don't know if it's a spreadsheet I forget if it's a spreadsheet by Excel or a device that he built um, and he is mathematically inclined he puts the numbers over there and it spits out what he should do right it tells him well you take go long here with this many contracts go short here with this many contracts and that's exactly what he does and this is a beautiful thing because he found a method he found a way of doing things 
that match his personality and background. And that is extremely important, right? This is how you should really make um, make your decisions. You have to make your decisions within a comfort level and skill. And at that point, you just don't care what others do. It takes years to get there. Because the first year, you think to yourself, should I imitate this? And this guy said this. And on forum, he said this. And I went to this chat room and he said this. And this guy's like, everybody inspires you. Everything is inspiring. That's This is what I would say your difference between year one, year five, and year 10. Or like mine, it's year 20. So I, I don't get inspired anymore. Like I, I learn a lot from people still. But I don't get inspired first we're like with a wow, like I did in my first year. And in the fifth year, you know, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm starting to understand how this reference system being built. Ten year, I was already understanding, you know, even better because I went through a lot of cycles. And today, I understand this even more. So, again, you know, it's extremely important that you find a reference point that makes you feel comfortable just like this person. Now, how do you go about this okay um well first of all what you have to create is points of reference and points of data that you feel comfortable with your uh, trading decision so again i'm going to repeat it you have to um, have points of reference and pieces of data to make you feel comfortable with the decisions that you make in trading what does it mean it means that you have to make certain criteria that you will determine how you make decisions and again as i mentioned in every podcast decision is not only to enter decision is where to exit and where to um where to exit whether with a win or with a loss right and when you do all that, when you start building a system, you're starting to actually combine strategies that that um, starting to match with your um, with your nature. Now, going into a little bit even more details than that, okay? So, for example, you know, if you go into a mind of an engineer, for example, when I talk to engineers or programmers, I always on the phone, I always say. You know, let me guess what you do. And they're like, you'll never guess. And I'm like, you're an engineer. And I think I hit the nail on the head a hundred times, a hundred percent. And I mean it. Um, you know, I don't remember ever being wrong. Um, but the reason that is that I've learned that engineers over time, and it's also because my dad is an engineer, everything has to make sense. Every single point of data has to make sense. Meaning that they work in systems, right? So A leads to B, B leads to C, C leads to D. And it's fine, you know, it's fine to make... Sometimes in trading, you have to be a little bit flexible because trading is not an equation. But nevertheless, they will realize it over time and they will adjust it. But if they're trying to do something erratic, it will never work for them. So you have to find something that, you know, flows with your logic and your decision making. This is what it is. If, if if you're not an engineer, you know, depending on what you did before, maybe you didn't have a profession yet. Maybe you came just, you know, um, a university and you have a few years of work experience and, you know, and, and now you're looking for a method. 
then you know I, I would say that it it would be challenging you and it should be challenging you know to find that exactly that specific point of reference that really matches exactly what you want to do so what I would suggest for you again is 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 the sooner you start developing points of reference and combining it with market data you will find the faster you will find how you want to make your trading decisions now obviously unlike my customers unlike my customer that i mentioned before maybe you don't have the capability to work with excel maybe you don't have the capability of building your own um sort of um software where it spits out decisions based on your formula but it doesn't matter it it really doesn't matter because all you want to do is arrive at a point where you make a trading decision. Now, one of the things that you will realize over time, right, is that you will also choose the frequency. You know, the difference between day trading and investing on, on two different spectrums, of course, is that investing does not require that many decisions. Day trading, on the other hand, requires a lot of decisions. Now, just because you're a day trader doesn't mean that you have to make a decision by the minute. You can if you have the skills to do it, or you can make decisions every five minutes or every 10 minutes. But day trading, all it means is that you're just done at the end of the day session. So you can increase or decrease your trading frequency. And that also should jive with your trading, right? So if you feel energetic, for example, at the end of the trading session, then obviously it doesn't exhaust you, right? It's definitely something that you feel comfortable doing and it's great. Now, if let's say you're trading two hours and you feel because of all the decisions making you have to do is it drains you, then, you know, stop it. Then say, okay, I'm just going to trade two hours and I'm going to make a decision every 15 minutes or just once every two hours, whenever the setup occurs. So just remember one thing, you know, building your own really depends on your background, your skill, your nature, um, your academic background, you know, your mentality, everything. And your personality, of course, your personality, whether you're an outgoing person or not, or, you know, it takes you a long time to make a decision, you know, um, you know, for example, you know, when I go buy a couch with my wife, you know, I know exactly what I want to buy, you know. Her, on the other hand, she has to uh, consult, you know, you know, with uh, the store manager, then call her mother, call her friends and everybody else. And I still have the same couch that I had 12 years ago. So some people it takes them longer. And I love my wife, by the way, but uh, we still can't find a couch together. So we're all making different decisions, you know, um, on different time frames. One of the things that I'm going to tell you is this, um, just to kind of end and wrap up this podcast, is that, you know, I, for example, when I was thinking about my style, right, uh, uh, right, sorry, when I was thinking about my style and building my style, you know, I also had some sort of things that I had to um, talk to myself about, and and you should do the same thing. Um, I'm going to talk about you know, certain values that, that I've started developing. And uh, and part of it, um, sorry, just not everything always flows. Um, but one of the things that I thought to myself, I cannot build a system if I don't have some sort of a value system. 
uh, a philosophy when it comes to my trading, right? And this is some of the things that I've decided, you know, to, to focus on when it comes to me, right? So, first of all, I stopped, I stopped uh, comparing my results with others. I just don't care. Truly don't care. You know, just whatever I'm, my capability is my capability. And whatever I can achieve, I can achieve um, within my investing style. That's, you know, it is what it is and I feel comfortable with it. I don't, I'm not in a rush, you know, to, to beat anyone. I can do only things that are within my scale, you know. I don't go on Reddit. I don't read Wall Street bets. I don't, I don't care if somebody says I had $10,000 and it turned into $50,000. I don't care because I know it doesn't represent reality. It doesn't represent long-term reality. So I think I'm a very competitive person. And I do a lot of research and I read a lot and I always love to learn. I always love to learn and I'm very, you know, those who know me, they know how many books I consume in a year, which is way above average. But again, you know, being competitive doesn't mean that I can always compare to what's going on out there because the truth is I don't know what their long-term returns are, right? So people post, you know, here's what I did or here's what I lost but they don't talk about their long-term longevity of the trade and what they've done over the last five years, 10 years, 15 years, or 20 years. So first of all, I decided not to compare myself to anyone in debt. And so I, I, I removed that notion of, of, and I'm sorry to say that, okay? Please don't get insulted, you know, if, if you posted that question ever, you know, or even you thought about it. But I thought, it, I, I, thought I think it's a ridiculous question. Say, what should I expect as a day trader? You know, how much should I expect to earn as a day trader? Because sometimes I'm, I'm asking this, when I see people asking this question, like, what goes through their head? Like, compared to what? Compared to what? Getting a job? You know, like, you comparing, like, really taking, walking into a place and offering your services and earning a job versus, you know, trying your skills that haven't proven yet of what you can potentially earn. Potential is, you know, it's either you're going to make a shitload of money or you're going to lose everything. That's that's really what the reality is, right? So, you know, I'm, I'm just being, you know, sincere and honest with you that there's just substantial risk in this. So, you know, I, for one, removed that pressure altogether from myself. I don't ask, I say, okay, well, I'll earn what I deserve and what my skills allow me to do. So that's, anyway, you get the point. Um, and so, first of all, the, oh, sorry, so that was the first thing, right? So then I stopped focusing really on the actual money part. What does it mean? Obviously, I care about money. So should you, right? But sometimes in, 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 investing in the market or investing in things that you like, you will go through a lot of fluctuations, right? So at any point in time, I don't focus so much on, you know, whether I'm in a plus or a minus, I focus on whether I do things within my method, realizing that sometimes I could do the right thing and still lose money. So the focus on the money has is, you know, I, I can't say that psychologically is, is, is not there, it's always there and it will be there for every trader, but it's not to the same level that it was 
you know, um, before, um, you know, when I was younger. Um, I don't, I'm not, I'm not afraid of markets that are high and I'm not scared of markets that are low, uh, meaning that, you know, people sometimes are afraid to buy into new highs. And sometimes they're afraid to sell when it's very low. So they try to do the opposite. They're trying to call the tops. And and, and usually what they're tr trying to do is like, well, they're... What I stopped thinking is basically on, you know, when the market reaches new high, and I'm trying to explain it to the best that I can. If the market reaches new high, then I'm thinking, okay, all those people who shorted, what is the actual risk reward they're anticipating? Did they expect that the market will collapse at that point exactly when they shorted? Maybe there could be a very small correction and then the market would go back up. <coughs> Excuse me. So, you know, I started realizing that trying to call tops and bottoms, it's probably the stupidest thing you can do in trading because the risk and the reward just doesn't, it's not worth it. Now, clearly you can buy sometimes things at the bottom and they can rally and sometimes you'll buy at the top and they could collapse but this is not something that's going to happen on an ongoing basis right that's just what it is so you know um i, I just i i decided that i don't care right i don't care if it's high i could buy into a high market i could you know i could i could sell into a low market it's fine you know it is what it is um also um you know, I started looking more at things such as positive expectancy. So it's not every single investing decision that I make, you know, that, that is important for me. That's not what I'm looking at. I'll make a lot of mistakes. I will make a lot of mistakes. But, you know, what I started to realize is that we, I started looking at my bottom line PL. That's what positive expectancy is. Looking at your bottom line PL, not not being getting overly depressed if you have a bad day right so that's what it is then then the other thing that i've also realized that you know w when i make decisions whether it's in life or whether it's in investing or trading or anything else that i do i realize that i will not have all the information i just realized that that i will not have it actually you know, part of the reason that a lot of people who are like engineers or programmers and this, that's the hard part for them, you know, to kind of grasp sometimes. Well, well, I shouldn't say every single one because it could be engineers that do get it if they're training long enough. But at first, it's hard when there's a missing component. So every decision that I make, I, I know that I will not have all the information in the world. And enough is enough. I just have you know, the information that I have, and it's the information that I will use to make a decision. That's it. You know, I'm not gonna sit there and I say, once I have those variables, that's it. I'm a decision maker. I'm not gonna sit there and, and continuously doubt myself. Should I do it? I shouldn't do it. I should maybe if I did, but I lost three times before, and maybe now I shouldn't do it. And so, you know what happened? You know, in the past, that's what I've also learned through this whole process of, of building my own comfort and building my own points of reference, that whatever happened to my last trade is absolutely irrelevant. Actually, what happened to all my last trades is irrelevant. Absolutely. Because once you're out of them, that's it. You're on to a new reality. I don't have this emotional baggage that I carry from before into new trading. Now, 
you know, all those things that I'm telling you here is is basically, again, is building your own uh, points of reference, as I mentioned before, your own method that build, that's, that's sitting well with your comfort level. So all those decisions that I've made are sitting with, sitting fine with me. Now, somebody might be listening to this and saying, well, if I don't have all the information, I'm not going to make a trading decision. So I say, okay, good luck to that. You know, try to day trade and get all the information in the world that's coming in every 30 seconds, right? Try to match it with your indicators, with your method, with Twitter news, you know, uh, Bloomberg, Reuters, CNN, Fox News, whatever you're, um, whatever you're listening to that day. Try to make all this mess of information that's being bombarded and try to make it into, <coughs> excuse me, a coherent decision making. I just decided, you know what? Most of it is noise. Most of it is bullshit information that doesn't really contribute to anything. Most people are driven by, most of the um, internet is driven by more content and more and more content. It's not necessarily quality content or accurate content. So what I decided to do, okay, I have my points of reference. I have my data and I'm going to make my trading decision. And I, and I you know, and, and I'm fine with that. So again, you know, what, what, what I wanted to tell you is that, you know, whatever you do for yourself, if there's anything I want you to take out of this podcast, whatever you do for yourself and you feel comfortable with, do not be in competition with others. The market is, the market is challenging enough for you to develop competition against the market itself, right? Or be, I, I shouldn't say with the market itself, but you could be competitive enough to do more than the average person does when it comes to the markets, right? Because again, most most of the people will do what makes feel comfortable for them, right? Um, it's not necessarily, you know, sometimes it, it feels very comfortable to buy things that are very, very low, which is not always the right decision, but it feels comfortable, right? The head feels good, but it's not the right thing to do. So over time, you know, you will also realize what's, what's right for you, You'll realize how to react to things. And again, the one thing that I want you to take out of this podcast is that whatever you do and develop, it's fine because it's you. Finding your own space in the trading world will be one of the most challenging things in themselves. Don't think for a minute that after this podcast, you will have the ability to sit there and say, you know what, I know what I'm feeling comfortable with. This one, two, and three, and this this is when I exit, this is when I enter, and that's it, you know, and I'm fine. It really requires a lot of thinking to think about yourself as a decision maker, first of all. First and foremost, you're a decision maker. How do you make your decisions? Are you a spontaneous decision maker? Do you require a lot of thinking? How do you handle losses? Do you get depressed over them um, or not? Now, let me tell you this. Some people are not capable of trading even though they have a trading account. It's not that they're afraid of the loss. You know, like I've talked about that with some traders before. They said, you know, I've opened an account, but I can't trade. I say, okay, well, maybe it's not for you. Clearly, that's not what they want to hear, right? At least not from the broker, but I'm just being honest. It's not for them. It's not for them. You know, I 
make my living from other people trading, but I don't want to think that, you know, somebody doing something there against their nature. So definitely I don't encourage somebody that it's not in their nature to do something against their nature. But I explain to them that a lot of the trading or what they feel, they say, look, I asked them, are you afraid of the loss? They're like, no. Like, no, I don't, I'm not afraid to lose. I'm just not afraid to lose. So, so, said, so I asked them, what's the fear, right? And the fear is uncertainty. That's the fear, right? It's that notion of being in between the profit or the loss. Because any trade could be either a profit or a loss. That's what it will end up. But this in-between, this is what bothers a lot of people. You know, this is the real price of trading. The real price of trading is not when you're, you know, when, when, when you lose, you know, okay, you lost, you're out. You have some sort of a relief, it's over, right? When you're out, when, when, you, when you finish, you know, let's say you're in a profit, uh, then, then you say, okay, you know. And by the way, the pain of losing, the actual physical, emotional of pain of losing, it's much stronger than winning a lot more. So this is something that you'll have to also, this, this is the hard thing to balance. But some people have this uncertainty, right, of, of doing that. So one way that I help them, or I've helped them in the past, is to bring them to a point where they actually feel comfortable making a decision. What I think, again, some People, trading is not for them, especially not futures, because it's a it's a leveraged product. Again, you know, you put a dollar, you play with a hundred dollars. I'm just giving you, a, you know, a rough estimate, you know, of, of what day trading with high leverage could be. But the point is, I always tell them, maybe you did not build something that allows you to make a good decision. If you're not afraid of losing, you're, well, they're obviously not afraid of winning. No, nobody is afraid of making money. And But if they say they're not afraid of losing, I say, maybe you just did not arrive to the point where you know your points of reference and you didn't gather, you know, your pieces of data to make sure that you're comfortable with your trading decision. And when I put them to them that way, then they start working, they're saying, okay, well, what should I do first? I say, okay, well, try to understand how you're making a decision, right? Maybe there's something that's missing out there. And they're starting all of a sudden, you know, to put the puzzle together and it makes their life, you know, just a little bit easier in terms of uh, decision making, right? So again, you know, I would tell you this as the last thing, I know I probably said it 10 minutes ago, right? Um, <clears throat> that within day trading, you can have a lot of styles. Within futures trading, you can have a lot of styles. Whatever you choose, it's right for you right and you know um one thing that i would tell you is this you know um i stopped fighting my urge um to trade you know or to invest um because you know what 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 i realized is that you know the impulsiveness of sometimes being in front of the screen you know, this is where the biggest damage sometimes occurs. This You're sitting there and it's just the market moves. You're like, oh, it's moving. You know what I've realized? This is just irrelevant. The market will always move up and down. And I just said, you know what? I suppress that feeling that I can take advantage of every opportunity out there. Because again, you know, every opportunity out there, 
doesn't fall into my points of references and, and, and pieces of data, right? So it makes me feel uncomfortable. Now, there will be a time that you will do things against your nature. I will tell you this, that the market at times makes you do things against your nature. You will do them. It's your DNA that will take over. And you're going to sit there and say, why the hell have I done it? It will happen. It will happen. It will happen to anybody who traded for, for, for whether they traded for a few years or a few months or, or for decades. It, it happens. Sometimes, you know, either the market gives you too much confidence or, or you felt too confident or you just fell into a point of weakness. And like I said many times before, and I've made a podcast about it, there is no such thing as intelligent mistakes. You know, if a rookie made a mistake because he overleveraged, or if I made a mistake because I overleveraged after 20 years, it's the exact same mistake. And it came from exactly the same place. But again, if you have your reference point, right, and you understand how you make decisions, then you can say, you know what, I can go back. I made a mistake. I can go back. When you didn't develop anything and you make I mean, I made a mistake, you have nothing to come back to. So it's extremely important, you know, to find yourself, you know, in, in the trading world. Now, I'm finished. I wish you a fantastic Friday. Again, I just want to remind everyone that there's a substantial risk of loss in futures trading. Past performance is not indicative of future results. The references that I use here, you know, as far as trading and investing, you know, I'm a busy individual. I could have done it in the past or I'm going to do it in the future. It does not mean that I do it right now. So just to keep that in mind, everything that I'm sharing with you is from my best experience of all the years that I've been in the market. Again, we want to earn your business. We have our own platform. We have good data feeds. They're stable data feeds. We have you know stable platforms. I want to uh, reach out uh, to as many of you as I can. I want to earn your business. Go to www.optimistfutures.com. And look, you can call me. I'm, I know sometimes because I'm on YouTube, people say, oh, wow, you're on YouTube. And it's like, okay, I just took a mic and I recorded something. I'm not a celebrity and, you know, just a regular guy that works. So you can always call me if you have if you, something you want to discuss. I'm always here to help you. Our phone numbers, toll free, 1-800-771-6748. Outside, if you're outside of North America, it's 561-367-8686. Okay, now I'm done. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus, all under the username Optimist Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at OptimistFutures.com. Or give us a call directly at 561-367-8686 or toll free at 1-800-771-6748. Once again, thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures Podcast.
Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimus Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence.